Hello everyone, welcome to the 14th episode of three life-changing tips from highly effective people. And today our guest is Trevor Lobear from North Carolina, USA. Welcome, Trevor. Thank you for having me. It's great to be here. It's a, it's a pleasure to have you here. So he is in USA, but every year he spends three to four months in Berlin, Germany, and he has an interesting story behind his hat. So he's into startups. So he works with startups since 20 years, and he's working with a new startup today also, now also, and we will learn more about him and his story. So Trevor, can you introduce yourself briefly to our viewers? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm Trevor, and I my current startup is called Day Optimizer, which uh, helps freelancers, entrepreneurs create a daily plan to reflect their priorities using neuroscience principles. Um, but I've been doing startups for years. I started uh, my first job out of uh, after college was with a startup in San Francisco in 1995 doing web applications. Um, so I've been building web apps for 25 years now, and then I did my first one shortly after that in like 98, I guess. And I've just been, since then, building different startups, sold two for little bits of money, no big successes, but um, have had a lot of failures and a lot of like mini successes and have really learned a lot over the years. That's really interesting. And especially for the people who, who are into startups. So we, have, we are developing a, a group here called Munich Valley and people are really interested in startups. So we will learn more about you in the second half of the show. But now we will go to tip number one. So my first tip is gonna be to plan your day. However you do it is to uh, take time to stop doing and plan. And this is important because we can very easily jump into this point of where we're just rushing forward and, and not paying attention to what we're doing. We can be a lot more strategic. If you just take five minutes in the morning, write down what your plan is today. What do you want to accomplish? You can definitely up-level that to multiple levels to where you're doing time buckets and schedules and all that. But any way that you can do to take out time in your day to plan your day is important. I think it's even more important these days to plan your day because because of uh, work, many people working from home and a lot of social media and a lot of things coming up. So we can lose track of what we have to do very easily. So planning your day is very, very important, guys. Yes. Exactly. And, so and, and, and it's, yeah? Oh, sorry. I was going to say, and the plan still might not work. Mm -hmm. That's okay. But if you don't plan your day, it definitely won't work. So uh, yes. So just because your plan doesn't work is doesn't mean it's not good to plan. Okay. Um, Thank so you very much. Mm -hmm. Yeah, over to tip number two. Tip two is to increase mindfulness. And what I mean by that is figure out techniques that bring you into the present moment um, and so you can recognize what you're doing. So uh, one of the things I often say, I do 24-7 uh, time tracking. And yes, you can analyze your time later on. But one of the things about time tracking is when you have to set a timer and say, oh, I'm doing this task, you then recognize you're doing it. And that, that mindfulness of the moment lets you make decisions about what you're going to do. So the, th the more that you can bring mindfulness into your day, it helps you make better decisions throughout your day for when you should keep working on something, when you should stop working on something, when maybe you should take a different approach, when you need to take a break. So I recommend people do pacing timers that just buzz every 15 minutes, every half an hour, just saying, hey, take just 10 seconds. Is everything still cool? Check in with yourself. Between tasks, take a breath, check in with yourself. So increase mindfulness. 
So increase mindfulness, guys. Yeah, take a break and uh, assess the situation. Let's yeah. move to tip number three. And my tip number three is to realign regularly. So these kind of all fall within, uh, 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 relate to each other. And the idea there is that too often we pick a direction, we start heading in the direction, and we don't reevaluate, is that the right direction to head in? And so Stephen Covey has this great story about the di distinction between management and leadership. And you know, there's a group of people and they're, they're hacking through a jungle. And the managers are back going, go faster. Let me do this so we can like move in this direction faster. And then one guy climbs up one of the trees and goes, we're heading in the wrong direction. And so mm -hmm. I love that story because it's a great example of the distinction between working efficiently and working effectively. And yeah. too often mm -hmm. we focus on trying to move forward and not taking the time to stop and say, are we heading in the right direction? And so as you know, analysis is very important. Yes. Yeah, and and as you know, a boat. If you're just a, a single degree off in the beginning, you're fine. But as you go forward, you can be way off. So if you only are realigning every three months, you know, every year, you might wind up way off course from where you want to go. So realign regularly to make sure you're heading in the right direction. I think these are wonderful three tips. And towards the end of the show, we will ask you to. Um, repeat them, summarize them, and now we will take a small break. So guys, take your, take a cup of uh, water, a glass of water, and do your stuff. You will be back in a one and a half minute, and now we will talk about uh, the story of Trevor and why he comes regularly to Berlin from USA and about his current project and also his interesting story about his hat. So stay tuned, guys. Hello, everyone. We all know that since the start of pandemic, the way how we behave, how we buy stuff, how we work has really changed and almost everything has become digital. And, and we, we did not get enough time to get ready for this. And it has affected every one of us. If we are selling stuff, we need to now sell it online. If we are a teacher, we need to give lectures online. If we are software developers, we need to work remotely. So everyone, has to go online for survival but many of us were not prepared for it are you also facing trouble to get digital to sell your services online to make an online store or or make online presentations for your students or reach your customers so contact me let me help you as an it consultant to have a perfect solution according to your needs i'm not an expert at everything but together we can achieve it for me it, the, the thing that is important is our relationship. So contact me today. We will find a solution for you according to your specific needs. And it will be high quality solution and a very affordable one. I can assure you. So Sharik Javed is a name you can blindly trust. So contact me today. You can write an email to me, ideas at sharikjaved.com. And we remain in touch and we find a solution together. And we will grow together. See you soon. Enjoy the live show. Yeah, welcome back, guys. So we have Trevor with us from North Carolina, USA, and he gave wonderful three tips. And now we will know more about his journey. So Trevor, tell me about this. So, and by that, when you started your career, everybody wanted to work full time, you know, this uh, in a big company. But you are into the startups. So how and why? So I've um. I've always been kind of a little bit weird. 
and my um, parents are both entrepreneurs. So I was kind of biased toward working for entrepreneurs uh, mm -hmm. for being an entrepreneur. But I very quickly realized that I like to go to the beat of my own drummer. I like to do my own thing. I don't like a boss handing me a vision and telling me how to execute it. I want to be the one creating that vision. And so I could have made a lot more money looking back at my career if I went and actually worked at companies. I'm a software developer. I'm a very good software developer. I could have just done that. But I wouldn't have been in control of my time, in control of the vision and how things went. So I always wound up going back to this idea of I'd rather make that trade off to live the life I want to live mm -hmm. and be in control of it than just working there for the money. Um, and of course, obviously, entrepreneurship gives you the chance to make a large amounts of money. And I, I had some of those chances. I have come out okay in the end. You know, I didn't reach the uh, multimillionaire retirement status I was hoping for, but I've done okay. And but um, but yeah, it comes back to coming from an entrepreneurial background and also coming from this sense of of trading off that money for control. So I want the control of my time, control of vision. So you wanted to have independence in your in the way you worked. That's why you moved to entrepreneurship and your business. Yes. We'll, we'll know more about your story, but tell us tell us our um, that why and how come every year you come to Berlin, Germany. What are you doing here? What are your activities in Germany? So um, I sold my business, my last business um, back in 2015, and then I had to work two, two years for the acquire. So that contract ended in 2017. And uh, my father's German, so I've got a German passport. Uh -huh. And um, so after I sold my company, me and my partner decided to do a trip around Europe, you know, explore and travel. And the idea was to do three um, months traveling around Europe and then three years, three months living in a city um, in Germany, because I wanted mm -hmm. to practice my German, improve my German. And mm -hmm. we wound up, Vienna was one of the options, Berlin won out, um, fell in love with Berlin. I'm a swing dancer and Berlin has an amazing, uh, or before COVID, had an amazing swing dance scene. So you could go out dancing seven nights a week. There were ridiculous numbers of really good swing dancers in town. Um, mm -hmm. So just fell in love in the city. We rented an apartment uh, and I thought that was going to be it. But then at the end of that, I was like, I want to come back. I developed all these friendships. Mm -hmm. um, Berlin is not the best city to learn German, as you might know. But um, it is a just a, a fascinating, interesting city. And I love the multiculturality of it. I loved mm -hmm. the, uh, the scene. So I just made this commitment. I'm going to come back and spend a couple months each year. And Berlin is in this place where... There's so many artists and creativity. There's the, the new startup scene there. Most of the other cities, all that has been pushed out to the edges. If you look at San Francisco, only the really rich people live in San Francisco. All the artists now live in like East Bay because they can't afford it. Berlin, everyone's still mixing together. So it's this mixing pot in a way that a lot of other cities aren't. So that, that's one of the reasons that attracts you to Berlin. Exactly. So tell us, tell us about your company, current project, Day Optimizer. So, so have to, how did the idea came, and what are you doing at the moment? What is the current status? Yeah. So, so the Day Optimizer comes from a technique I've been doing for about ten years to help plan my day. I used to do it on paper with 
index cards. Um, it's this three-step process for developing a daily schedule. It came out of my original startup is called Strategic Life Tools. And mm -hmm. I created um, 12 different training programs to teach people how to think about their life. You know, where are you in mm -hmm. five years? Where are you today? How to get there? What type of planner are you, et cetera? And I ran this whole program as a content-based program and realized that um, I was in the wrong business. Mm -hmm. I really wanted a software as a service business. I like the subscription model. My previous business was enterprise software. So it was a one-time sale. And then you start at the beginning of each month at zero sales. And you had to make the sales for the month and then you're back at zero. And I thought I could make this life planning business into a subscription business too. Mm -hmm. I failed, of course, to do the analysis and go, people don't do life planning on a monthly basis. Mm -hmm. So you can't charge on a monthly basis. They do it during cusp events. I just graduated. I just got divorced. I just you know, retired. So I was back to a one-time business model. Okay. So I, I, I switched around. People were saying, I'm having all this time with time management. And then I have a solution for you. So then that's what inspired building out Day Optimizer to kind of walk people through this planning process and help them build a more effective daily schedule. Hmm. So your, so this is your startup now. So tell tell uh, uh, with your experience and for all the people who are watching and they want to start their new business, you know. So what are the things that are really needed in the character of a personality, you know, because as you said, when you are employed, you're getting a fixed salary. It's kind of fixed routine. But when you start your own business, you have your independence, your freedom, but you get it later on in the start. You know, it is often a lot of struggle, you know, and yes. many people fail and, you know, give up too early. But what are your tips from your experience of running businesses to, to the young people who want to do startups? So the first thing I try to discourage people is I first try to discourage them from doing a startup, right? because you really have to have that passion. If you're in it just for the money or for like, oh, startups are really cool, then you may not have the, that only lasts so long and then you're gonna get discouraged and you're gonna give up. And a lot of times, because it's a probability game, you might hit a really good outcome, but a lot of times you're hitting a lot of failures or you're hitting a lot of failures before you hit that outcome. So you really need to be in it because it's your passion, because you really want that control and you, or you really want to, to see a vision created in the world and you want to guide that vision. Um, you shouldn't be doing it for like the money or, or like, I, I just don't want to work for someone else. So that's what I first is, is try to discourage people. And then if they still have that passion, okay, now you should go for it. Um, and then really it's said again and again, but getting comfortable with failure. And I don't even think about things as being failures. I think of it as that's an experiment that didn't work. Oh, I tried that, it didn't work. I'm gonna try something else. If you were someone who- You're talking about passion, uh, yes. not afraid of being failures, you know, and not uh, coming to startup because of the money. But let me go, uh, it's very good tips actually, but let's rephrase the question once again for even for people who are in the university, you know, the guys who are in university, uh, they are still not graduated and they are learning about it. So they may not be sure how, how should I know if I'm passionate about this? 
you know so how to gauge this you know it's difficult question ah, you know, yeah, how to what, gauge what is, what is passion you know what is passion actually uh, you know uh, what is startups and uh, often they many people learn by doing you know it's like okay going into research is com- completely di- different people go into research start phd but they know this is not my passion for example so for startups what are the key fundamental things that one should know before going into startups um i'm going to address the the question a little bit differently and to say like so doing experiences that teach you whether you're good for startups so go to a startup weekend and try to build a startup in a weekend right mm-hmm. that will teach you whether you're good working with the team whether you enjoy that high pressure scenario whether all the things around that um can give you insight into your own self doing things like strength finders that will give you insight into what are your key strengths you know mm-hmm. recognizing whether you are someone with a growth mindset or a fixed mindset you really need a growth mindset to be an entrepreneur if you don't feel you can change yourself you probably shouldn't be an entrepreneur because entrepreneurs are people who are constantly working on themselves as well as their business and so that's a key thing like recognize that um and then i would say another one would be the um sorry we're going to change yourself it's something related to that never mind <laughs> that there's a good enough so once you need to think about continuous growth and about innovation yeah and 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 not have to the degree that you can avoid having shame around failure or having um it helps to have self confidence mm-hmm. and if you don't have it right now building that like you can build self confidence so learning how to build your self confidence and not taking failures personally is mm-hmm. critical to having success in entrepreneurship mm-hmm. um I think this, these are very key tips, and actually, for people who are into startups, they need to think about these things. And I think this is possible. And it has, especially in the time of COVID, we have seen that there are a lot of new opportunities for creating startups. Actually, because oh. everybody has to go digital, and previously there were distances, but now we are talking thousands of miles apart. You know, and we have no possibility to work together, to cooperate together. But as a as a employee. you don't have these op- options you need to just work and like yeah just work the task that you are given from the boss but you don't have the endless possibilities endless possibilities but come with a price of course you know there are risks involved you know as a, one of the most common thing that stops many people uh, is uh, often they are married or the wife or kids are dependent on them you know so this is a kind of a thing that many people get afraid you know first step because they always think okay because we said that we know, we should not be afraid of failing yes but yes. in this case when we have a wife and a son and you have to pay the rents monthly so they get a little bit you know afraid have you faced this kind of a situation or <laughs> um well I, yes i mean in in some ways i'm in that situation now like i'm not working on day optimizer full time i'm working and doing consulting on the part time and i think what i recommend to people is st- start off part time don't jump into the deep end of the pool especially if it's your first time in right like using the swimming analogy the first time you go swimming you don't dive into the deep end you go in the in the small end and wade in so starting small and then the second thing is not getting discouraged and realizing it's a marathon not a sprint so if you if it over 3 months 
you're not able to create a successful business or a year you're not able to create a successful business, that's okay. You know, just keep at it and you'll build it. And so this is a very good tip. I would say that uh, start part time also because of course, if you're really crazy about some idea, you don't need to leave your current job at the moment to have create your own business. Of course, you need to give extra hours, evenings, nights, weekends, you know, and yes. start. but then you will be able to find out if this is something you want to do or this is your passion or not, or this idea is good for you or not, you know, exactly. instead of just quitting in the start. You know? mm -hmm. And you'll know, like if, if you are passionate about it, you'll wind up spending your free time doing it. And if you're not passionate, if you you're not passionate about it, or you're someone who like gets very distracted, get excited about idea, and then you drop it, you'll drop it soon. And then that way you won't have lost your security from your job by going all feed in. You'll have just like kind of like okay, I tested it. If I'm not actually taking time away from like watching TV, hanging out, or or doing my leisure activities to work on the business. You're obviously not passionate enough about it. Yeah. So, guys, so Trevor's uh, mom is American and dad is uh, German, and he's traveling between the two countries, two continents. And we will ask a little bit more about the differences on the working style and the lifestyle which he sees uh, as compared to North Carolina to Berlin. But before that, I have a question. The picture you sent me for the poster, you had a hat, and now you also have a hat. So, what is the story behind this hat? Is it a religious symbol, or you just love it? wearing hat or you don't have hair behind the <laughs> so what is the story behind the hat yeah so it's become my personal brand so i uh i bought it years ago my first hat years ago in new orleans and i wore it to a networking event at some point and people started noticing it and then i live in a small town in the u.s so i used to go networking in larger towns uh for the tech industry so i used to fly up to boston a lot for instance and I noticed that when I wore the hat, people would recognize me and they'd come up and talk to me because of the hat. And then if I come back, I came back like three months or six months later, they're like, oh, I saw you at an event last week. It's like, there's no possible way you could have, but they recognized the hat. And so it became this way to create permanency in people's minds where otherwise I would be very uh, forgettable. They, had, they didn't necessarily recognize my face. They couldn't remember my name, what I did, but they recognized the hat. And so so looking they, unique uh, is a way unique. to get remembered, you know. Sometimes yeah. it helps me also here when I go, you know, with weird kind of beard and brown skin, so people recognize me. <laughs> so yeah, exactly. Helps, you, know, you need to be remember these people in South Carolina, a networking event too, the whole company wore orange gym shoes. Mm -hmm. I don't remember the company anymore, but like it's 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 burned in my mind, these orange gym shoes. And if I saw someone at another networking event in the future who's wearing orange gym suits, I'm going up to and talking to them because I bet you they're the same people from before, like, or there's a high chance. So having a distinctive um, look can really help you with your personal brand. Uh, that makes sense. Okay, so tell, tell us about uh, the differences you feel uh, between the working style and lifestyle between North Carolina and Berlin. Ah, yeah. So I haven't actually worked too much in Berlin. I do my own thing when I'm in Berlin. And lifestyle. Uh, but, but, I, but, but I get to watch other people. And I think the, uh, the Berlin lifestyle is a lot more relaxed. And, I, and it's a lot more embracing life a little bit more. Like, definitely, um, there's a lot more of a go, go, go. We got to, like, you know, do the next thing in, in the U.S. where 
you're trying to as hard as you can to um, a lot of people are trying as hard as they can to survive. Um, and there's a lot more of focus on work. People work a lot longer hours in the US than they do in Berlin. And I think Berlin, there's a lot more embrace of life. So I enjoy that, that more relaxed pace there. Okay, that's nice. So guys, we had Trevor uh, Lobier from USA and he gave wonderful three tips. And tip number one was plan your days, which is very important according to Trevor. And actually I believe the same uh, because as Trevor said, if we plan our day, we have a big chance that we can achieve our targets. But if we do not plan at all, then we cannot achieve our targets at all because we had no targets, right? Yep. And the plan tip number two was to increase mindfulness. So uh, tell us about increasing mindfulness in one line before we end the show. It's explore different techniques to become aware of what you're doing in the moment and where, yes. where your state is in the moment. Yes, and the, the last one was realign regularly. So it means that when you are doing your tasks, take a pause, take a break and do the analysis. Uh, are you on the right track or not? If not, then realign yourself. Exactly. Yeah. So it was a pleasure to have Trevor on the show and we really, uh, really thoroughly enjoyed your company and we will remain in touch. And thank you all the viewers who regularly tune into my show, Three Life-Changing Tips for Mildly Effective People, every Friday on 6 to 15 p.m. Germany time. And we will keep bringing wonderful guests every week. And stay tuned. Bye-bye.